All right, welcome back to another episode of Talking Bad. I'm Brian here with Blake. How you doing, Blake? Doing good. Doing well. So uh, we're about ready to talk about uh, Season 5, Episode 12, Rabid Dog. But first, uh, real quick here, I wanted to give a uh, a nice little tip of the hat to Chris Jackson, who wrote on our uh, website. He says, uh, nice job, guys. I enjoy revisiting the week's episode through your conversation each week. That was awfully nice. Very nice. <laughs> about as it's very nice. Very nice and neat. <laughs> well, thank you. Thanks for taking the time to leave a comment. Um, uh, we like to talk about... It's fun, I think, to go back and talk about each episode and kind of do a little, you know, analyzing of, of each episode. I mean, we'd probably do it anyway if we weren't recording it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and how we see it, how we're portraying it happened. Yeah, that's fun. We've been doing this for years with a bunch of different things, so it was only right to do it with this show. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention uh, is that... You know, we saw this uh, on the the post show talking bad, which stole our name uh, this week. There was kind of a minor controversy, I believe. Oh yeah, I know what you're gonna say, RJ. Um, first of all, uh, RJ, it, uh, congratulations on the show, and uh, you've done a phenomenal job. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. After this, they're saying I'm I'm dead later on. They're not. No, there's no more watching. What? No, you can't say no. that. And basically, immediately, he just says, "Well, I'm dead, so I won't be there to see it," or something like that. And I'm like, "Whoa, what?" And even Chris Hardwick, you know, he said, "He goes, whoa, you can't say that." And you know, I <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if that was a slip of the tongue or if it was just a straight up this i'm lying who knows i don't know man but i watched it a few times the consensus was that it was a bad joke i think just a bad joke that didn't get any reaction but everyone was kind of like whoa what the hell like no one in the audience laughed that's for sure but i feel like even saying that as a joke is a spoiler well, yeah like if it's a joke then you then he's not dead. So if, you know, or he just, you know, who knows, but I don't know what the Redditors said about <laughs> it, but yeah, that's what I looked at. Like, wow, I cannot believe he just said that. I know. I know. Well, I hope it's, I hope it's a joke. Obviously. I mean, you know, that'd be an amazing thing to happen and not know about it ahead of time. But now if it does happen, we're just gonna be like, well, he did slip the tongue. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Well, we'll see. We'll find out. We only got four episodes to go. Okay, so now we're on here to Season 5, Episode 12, Rabid Dog. You need to deal with this. Do not float that idea again. Please, can you just tell the truth? There's nothing to be done, okay? He won. Mr. White, he's the devil. So... Overall, this was probably my least favorite episode of the season. Oh, really? Yeah, I did not. I didn't dig this one as much. And a lot of people, I mean, I forget uh, which website might have been the Hollywood Reporter or somebody mentioned online how it was like, look, people are calling this not a great episode because it's a setup episode and you need those. Like it wasn't anybody getting killed. There wasn't any major like confrontations. And that's why you don't like it. But I didn't like it for a couple other reasons that I'll get into. Um, the main one was like, well, we, what we were left off last week was such a crazy scene of Jesse coming in, just going nuts and kicking down doors and dumping gasoline. You're just like, whoa, he is really flown off the handles and they cut to black and it's just like, oh man. And so many weeks in a row now they've picked up right where they left off. 
So beginning of this episode, I'm just already pumped up. I'm very nervous. I'm like, what's going to happen? And we cut to Walt showing up at the house with a very intense scene, just more quiet of him searching the house. Yeah. Yeah. What we should have, have known was that we talked about it last week was that the house didn't wasn't burnt down in the future, but we couldn't tell if it was charred or anything on the inside because it was so dark. Right. So I thought maybe there was still a, you know, possibility of a fire being set. Um, but the first shot we see in this episode, the very first image is of a fire hydrant. So that right away should have told us there's going to be no fire. That's kind of like a little symbolism there. Like, look, we're putting the fire out right now. Oh, I would have never looked at it that way. But then again, I'm not a, I did. <laughs> a movie director <laughs> type. <laughs> I I, th- I saw that right away. And I said, okay, they're probably not going to be a fire. But, you know, here comes Walt. And, you know, he's walking from room to room. It's very intense. And nothing. Jesse's not there. So now we're left wondering, where is Jesse? You know, we cut, we go to the main credits. And it's like, well, what could have happened? He was going crazy. And that's what you're wondering for the first 30 minutes. And we'll get to that. But then Walt, we, you know, we come back after the, after the commercial and, and Walt's trying to clean up this mess and he wants the same locks and, you know, so his wife doesn't find out again here trying to cover his tracks for his family. Um, even his wife who I thought we were done hiding. St- well, but, she knows <laughs> she's not buying into the lies anymore. She's taking more of a, right. an accomplice role in this at this point, you know, with her suggestions later in the episode. I mean, right. She's not buying into things. Right. I, I mean, evidently. And and, you know, Walt comes up with this insanely cartoonish idea of, well, I just, you know, I clicked the pump, the gas pump, and it just sprayed all over me. I came home, and I stripped down naked in the middle of the house and. I mean, uh, just an insane excuse in front of his family. Even Walt Jr. was like, listen, dude, <laughs> you got to start telling the truth, you know? Yeah, yeah. And well, what did you th- what did you think of that when when he was like, Dad, why don't you just tell us the truth? I was like, oh, my God, what? And then he was yeah, like, yeah, that kind of threw like, me oh, back. OK, OK, yeah. Obviously, we're going to go that route. And he was like, well, I might have got a little, you know, cloudy, but I didn't I didn't faint. It was just the malfunctioning gas pump. But, you know, let's, <laughs> you know, and then they're saying, well, I don't you know, we can go over and stay in Hank and Marie's. They got plenty of room. And I was like, oh, and then Walt's like, well, we could go to a hotel. And immediately I was like, yep, because last week I said, remember that image of Walt by the pool looks like a hotel. Maybe oh, yeah. The, the house did burn down. So I was like, right. OK, we're going to a hotel like I thought. OK, which is a brilliant move of him trying to subtly hide the family away while Jesse's out. God knows where at this point, you well, know, true, true. Um, so he calls Jesse though, and he leaves him a message and he tells him to sleep it off. And that's where you really start wondering where he is. Um, we cut to the hotel or what we, we, we come to find out is the hotel parking lot and Walt's meeting with Saul in the car. And then some people are saying Saul's outfit that he had on is very similar to what Scarface wore in like all the big posters of the Scarface movie that's reaching a little bit. I the think, white suit. I mean, there's the white suit with the red shirt underneath. I get it, but there's, there's a point about that. I want to get to later about the symbolism of the show. I think people are starting to read a little too much into it, but there's another reference later on that I'll, I'll get into that with. Um, but Saul's talking with, with Walt in the car and he's just like, you know, we can't find Jesse anywhere. We've looked everywhere. He's not, arrested yet he's not you know we've checked there 
he's just missing right now. And he's like, well, keep looking. And Saul's like, well, maybe it's time to take, you know, Jesse out the pastor, like an old yeller, kind of put him down. And again, Walt's just like, dude, you know, Belize, old yeller, get off of it. You know, we're not, I'm not killing Jesse. I'm not killing anybody now. I'm, I'm done with all that. And he's, but he's still, you know, he still cares for Jesse. And that's why he's trying to work this out, you know, any way he can. But unfortunately, Jesse's not going to see eye to eye with that. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't look like that's, I mean, he's trying really hard. He obviously really does care for Jesse. But, you know, Jesse's kind of on to him now. He's figured out his, his, how he's been played. So, um, back, we go back into the hotel and, and Skyler calls him out on his BS again and says, you know, I knew someday somebody would come knocking on the door trying to hurt him. That's a reference back to season four, episode six, I found out, which is called Cornered, which is the one where he says, I am the danger. Right. Calls back to that episode where she said, and I think that's when she decided to take the kids and, and to, to Hank and Marie's for the first time. Oh, I'd say probably so. Right. That was that, that was the episode where she found him under the floorboards, just laughing like this crazy hysterical laugh. Yeah. Because he kind of like beat them yeah. or well and the money was gone actually like she had taken the money or yeah i hated her then um but she also says you know you need to take care of this you gotta basically off jesse and so this is the second person now telling him look it's time to murder jesse and i'm starting i started to see a pattern here it's like well saul's telling him to kill somebody and and walt's like no now skylar tells him to kill somebody and she and he's like no then Later in the episode, we see Marie at the psychiatrist's office, and she's talking about killing Walt. And it's like everybody around Walt is breaking bad in this episode, and Walt is trying to be the reasonable one here. Yeah, that's a good point. Jesus. Jesse did that? Yeah, but you gotta understand, deep down he loves me. This episode, Rabid Dog, is very much a moral struggle on the part of Walter White. Walt, throughout this entire episode, is told by everybody when are you going to do this thing? When are you going to order a hit? And it's most shocking when Skyler says it. You need to deal with this. And I found that interesting. That was, a, that was an interesting thing about the episode. Um, even even Hank later on, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that when he's talking with Jesse. Um, but anyway, we come back after the commercial after the Skyler and, and Walt talk in the hotel. We come, go to a commercial. We come back, and now we're back at the beginning of the episode. With Jesse kicking down the door, da da da, take you know, taking drugs, kicking down the door, dumping gasoline everywhere, and then all of a sudden out of nowhere, Hank comes in and stops him. Where is Jesse at the beginning of episode five twelve? That's the question. Jesse, listen, uh, I mean, obviously, you've changed your mind here, and so thank you for that. The only reason he didn't burn the place down is because of. Hank Schrader. Jesse, put out the lighter. Jesse is a wounded puppy. If I were to physicalize it, he, he would be a wounded puppy. That's why he's so endearing as a character. When we first met Jesse Pinkman way back in the pilot, he was he was kind of a knucklehead who was uh, who was a criminal, admittedly. Walter White didn't get him into this life of crime, but, but Jesse was kind of doing it for a lark. Now Jesse is much older and wiser. He's just been through so much, and he's ready for it to be over. So much so, I think, that uh, he's going against one of his first principles, which is don't be a narc. He can't keep getting away with it! You didn't want to burn him down? 
do it together. And at the point I was like, really? That seems very awesome outlandish that he would be there at that exact moment no that was awesome i connected the dots well when he first came in i'm like hank's the reason he was tailing him just conveniently tailing him this whole time but then i remember back to the last episode when he canceled his meetings and left work early that's what he went to do was to go follow jesse oh okay okay well i didn't even look at it like that but it's like obviously hank's following jesse he's trying to solve this elaborate crime yeah going right. on <laughs> i will say that the acting by aaron paul in that scene was phenomenal when he kept screaming you know hey Nick, just keep getting away with this you know just crying I thought that was awesome oh yeah it was great um hank buckles him up in the car and they drive off and he's just like what does this mean i'm arrested and he's like you know how this works you help me i help you you know he's like well where are we going he goes you know the dea offices and he's like oh yeah, me me kicking around in the in the DA offices is, is going to end great for me. And it's like, how can Hank think that that would even be an option to me? It was just like, well, yeah, you just had so many witnesses die. Why would you just take him back to the office? I just never thought that was even plausible that he could take him anywhere. Uh, I know that Jesse was arrested last – well, not necessarily arrested, just questioned last episode about the money, but they've got nothing on this yeah. kid. I mean, and all of a sudden Hank's just bringing him in again, and they're like, why are you bringing him in? What, he was trying to burn down my brother-in-law's house? I mean, I, that was a bad idea in general. I honestly – before they even got to that, I thought – I swear to God, I thought he's going to take him back to his house. It's the only safe place there is for him. I thought that too. I thought, well, he's going to take him home immediately but then they start talking about going to the offices i'm like well you can't do that i mean you haven't arrested him right yeah so i don't know maybe they're just covering their bases with how the legal proceedings would work in that situation or something but they're going to end up at his house i thought easily so anyway i mentioned it before but we you know the next scene is we're, we're with marie in this scene out of I mean, was she ever in therapy? I don't remember that being mentioned. Was this for her stealing? I, yeah, I think it was for her stealing. Yes, I, I'm, I'm sure it was mentioned back in the day at some point. Yeah, but this is the first time we've seen her going to the therapist. And there was really no point in the scene whatsoever, except for the fact to show Marie is seriously daydreaming about murder now. Little sweet Marie is daydreaming about how to kill somebody with, guess what, coincidentally untraceable poisons yeah obviously trying to get us to think about the ricin uh you know i get that okay we're supposed to remember the ricin every episode that there's ricin out there somewhere there's always these reminders but that just seemed like a scene that didn't move anything forward for me it was like okay well she's upset well i think i think you made a good point about it just kind of showed everyone was breaking bad you know everybody around was a part of it right right so you know i think you had something going there Okay, I get it. I get it. Um, I also want to remember that the ricin is going to end up being very important. You, you know, this. I started thinking about it. And I'm like, you know, the ricin was the only reason future Walt went back into that house was to get that ricin. So obviously that's, they're trying to remind us of that almost every episode. And it's not like it's necessary. I'm never forgetting about the ricin. Don't worry <laughs> yeah. about it. I know everyone knows. So she comes home and her bags are packed. And like you said already, I'm like, yes, because Jesse's probably there sleeping or doing something, obviously. And that's exactly what happened. Um, so we come back from the commercial break and there's a scene that I think was one of my favorites of this episode, actually. It was, you know, what I talked about last week's Walt sitting by the pool and I thought it was a hotel pool and it turned out to be. Right. 
And it's just this short little scene when Walt Jr. comes down and talks to him and says he's worried about his cancer and he needs to take it easy, whatever. And Walt says, you know, he says, I wrote this down. He goes, you think I came all this way to let something as silly as lung cancer take me down? It's like, boom. No. He's not dying of lung cancer in the show. That is a sign right there. Yeah, I agree 100%. That was great writing right there to throw that in there. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, so that's the point of that scene was to be like, listen, I've come a long way. I'm not going to let something like lung cancer take me down. Something much bigger, possibly. But, you know, we've yet to see what that's going to be. Oh, yeah. Um, now, he, seeing Walt sit there by the pool, the one reason I didn't like this episode was the way it was set up where they played with time. This whole time they've been going, you know, it ends and then picks up right where it left off. And now they're doing this whole time shifting thing where they showed one side first and then go back halfway through and show the other side next. So you could see what happened. And it was like, now I was sitting there by the pool and I'll, and he was by the pool and thinking, and I'm like, well, why wouldn't he think right now? They can't find Jesse. Why wouldn't it cross his mind that Jesse could be with Hank right now? Like, Spilling the beans on everything. It never crosses his mind that that's a possibility. Yeah, and you know what? It, 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 And I don't know why. I don't know. It actually never crossed my mind, to be honest with you. But at the same time, yes, he leaves He leaves the car in the yard. And he would just run away. That, Yeah, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I mean, you're right. Yeah, why wouldn't he think of that? I mean, I certainly didn't, but I'm not Walter White. And that's my point, which was, was interesting about this, was then I went back and thought, well, I didn't think of that as an option where I'm sitting there the whole first half of the episode going, where's Jesse? Where could he be? Where is he? Never once did it cross my mind. They went back to Hank and then agreed to, you know, all of a sudden work with him. Never once did it cross my mind. So that's a but way it should that have this... crossed. It should have crossed Walter's mind is what you're saying. Yeah. Cause he's the devil and For he's sure. smarter than all of us. Right. <laughs> Jesse wakes up and the, and sees Marie down that long hallway. And that's actually the first scene in the series where those two characters have been on screen together. In the entire series is Jesse and Marie, Hank's wife. Um, and she asks Jesse if he wants a cup of coffee. And he says, yeah, sure. Gets him a cup. And it says DEA on it, right? And then some people were saying the DEA with the handle makes another D, which spells out dead, was a symbol. And then, you know, people hmm. saying that's like, no, you know what? That, that shit's got to stop. I mean, that is way looking way too far into these details. They may leave us hints here and there, like blatantly what Walt says to his son by the pool, but little like teddy bears and stuff you think you see. I mean, we're, we're just beyond all that now. I think we need to start looking at the bigger picture and the plot line. There's no symbolism and stuff. I mean, they're making this up as they go. We're trying to do our predictions of what we think the characters are going to do, not what we think the writers are leaving us hints for. You know what I mean? It's not lost. Right. And again, it's, I was just going to say, again, this is not lost. I mean, sure, they throw a couple things in there. You said about the fire hydrant. So, you know, I don't know. That was kind of looking into it a little bit, in my opinion, too. Like, I didn't think anything of it. It's just a fucking fire hydrant, and the house was about to be on fire. <laughs> but, right, right. But dead, a coffee mug, and, and seeing dead on it, eh, that's pretty reaching. Um, so Jesse... Um... Spills the whole story to the DA on camera. Just the entire series, everything that's happened. Um, oh, real quick, real quick. What did you think when uh, Jesse walks into the room and then the camera mm -hmm. pans a little bit and there's old old Steve Gomey. 
And there's old Gomi. He's finally in on it. And I was so actually kind of looking forward. Uh, yeah. I was actually really looking forward to seeing when Hank went to Gomi and was like, listen, dude, my brother-in-law is Heisenberg and seeing his reaction. But we didn't get to see that. So, yeah. And I don't think we will. I was I was also <laughs> hoping the same thing. I mean, you knew that he was going to tell Gomez at some point. I mean, they're boys. Right. He so had that was cool to. to see him there. Right, right. Uh, so they tell Jesse, you know, you know, here's here's how we're going to do this. You're going to sit here on tape and tell us everything. And Jesse's like, seriously, this isn't what you're talking about when you said burn them to the ground together, you know. And he's like, no, 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 no. we're going to do that. But first, we're going to do this. And this is obviously Hank's way of protecting himself against Walt's DVD. Oh, yeah. And you can see the similarities of the same shots of Jesse in front of the camera and Walt in front of the camera last episode. So I thought that was cool. So. And I wrote to you about this, you know, I thought, boom, Walt's done right now. How's that not enough? I mean, Hank said in the very first uh, first episode of this second half with Skyler in the diner, he's like, all I need is one person like, you know, you for you to come in and connect the dots and we got him and she won't do it. So I thought, you know, Jesse is closer than Skyler ever was to all of Heisenberg's operations. How is this not enough? I'm sorry. Yeah. Cause you, you, you know, you would ask me or you would said, Hey, that's it. You know, they've, they've got what they need. And I said, well, and, and they'd obviously pointed it out too. Like, yeah. Uh, Gomez said, you know, we don't have any, any evidence, any proof. And that's what I was, me and you were texting back and forth. I said, yeah, I mean, I could go to the police department right now and make up some elaborate lie about you <laughs> and just be like, yep. And it's true. So get him, you know, you just you can't do that. Even though right. he knows all these intimate details of the whole thing, which you think that would be enough proof, but it's not. So basically, uh, they sit down and the plan is for Jesse to wear a wire and go meet with Walt, which is what Walt has left him a message wanting to do. And maybe they can get him to say something incriminating, admitting to some of this stuff. And Jesse just says what we're all thinking. He's just like, this is stupid. Like. You guys are just guys. Mr. White's the devil. He's smarter than you. He's luckier than you. And then he says what I think is another key line of dialogue. He says, whatever you think is supposed to happen, I'm telling you the exact reverse opposite of that is going to happen. And that's just a comment on the show, of the writers, the plot, the ending, whatever we think. Like, we think Walt's going to come down the blaze of glory with this huge gun I think that's not even going to happen now. Oh, I, don't I think know. what they just, I think they just said the complete reverse opposite of that's going to happen. I know it's a double negative, but the complete opposite of what we think is going to happen at the end of the show is going to happen. So maybe it's not going to be this big confrontation, but a real small one. I, it I could, know. you know, and I, I don't think I would even be mad about that, but man, we've, we've known this huge gun has been here for so long, but it could end as quietly as uh, poison ricin, you know, not yep, a big yep. gun guns out blazing, like you said, but it could just end with the ricin a very quick and easy thing. I think we're going to look back on this, this, these last eight episodes and be like, yep, that encompasses it pretty much. We waited that whole time for this one thing we thought was going to happen. And then the opposite happened. So I think that was a very big key line of dialogue in this one. Um, and then Hank says, you know, don't worry about it. He's not going to do anything to you because he cares about you. And that's something we've talked about a lot before, about how Walter White may be Heisenberg, but he really deep down does care about Jesse. And I think Hank kind of felt the same way, too, like we've talked about. Well, yeah, and, and Hank threw out all those, the reminders of, 
of how he cares for him. You know, I'm trying to make Jesse see right. reason, but he certainly doesn't. Yeah, but then Jesse like gets pissed and leaves, and then all of a sudden Hank goes, you know, you know Gomez says, "What if he's right? I think it's dangerous." And Hank goes, "Well, who cares? He kills him. We get it on tape." Boom! Hank's Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. Everybody doesn't care about people dying in this episode. Everybody but Walt. He's, you know. Um, and now here was an interesting theory. Um, at that exact moment, like Jesse gets mad, he slams his hand down, and as he's walking away, he kind of reaches for his pocket. And people were trying to think that maybe that, that Jesse grabbed the phone off the table when he slammed his hand down and that he was going to go talk to Walt and that this was all going to be a big setup on the DEA that they were Jesse and uh, Walt were going to be in on it together. This whole wiretap thing. I don't know. I, I watched it a second time. He definitely looks like he reaches for his pocket when he's walking away and he slams his hand down for no apparent reason. Um, but they, you know, people were saying the phone was then gone off the table after that. So I don't know. Uh, that could be something. Yeah. Yeah. That would that be a major be twist right there. Yeah. So hopefully we didn't ruin it for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then we get to the final scene at the plaza and you just know something, you, you know, you get the feeling that that Walt's got something in store for Jesse just from the music and how paranoid he is. People flying by him. Um, and he sees this bald guy standing in the corner and kind of gets freaked out and runs off to a payphone and, and calls Walt. I think this episode is the episode in which the floodgates finally break. Jesse is so sick of everything. He's sick of living sometimes, it feels like. He's sick of himself. He's sick of all the lies and the guilt and the terrible baggage of complicity, of immorality, of evil that he carries. See, I decided that burning down your house is nothing. Next time, I'm going to get you where you really live. I didn't understand that. Yeah, I don't think we're supposed to. Now, what do you think that means? I'm going to get you where you really live. That could mean one of two things in my mind. Either his family or his money. I think it's his money. We, yeah, I don't, I don't think he could hurt. I don't think Jesse could hurt Walt's family, but that was the only thing I thought of when he said that line because I didn't understand. I'm going to get you where you really live, and it's like, well, you were already there at the house, but where you really live right. is his family. But I don't think Jesse can can hurt anybody anymore, except for one more person I can think of, aside from Walt, that we can talk about here in a little bit. Okay. Well, I think it's his money. I think Jesse's going to go after the money. Um, I think that's what he knows. that That's what Walt's been working for this whole time. That's been his goal. If he can get that money and just destroy it or take it from him, it kills everything Walt's worked for. So Yeah, but that money's that's buried in the desert. Yeah, I guess who was the only place person who's been there before? That money's buried in the desert. He's not finding that. Well, he's been there before. Well, yeah. I mean, who? Well, I guess he could think about that. It could hit him like, well, maybe he went out to this place and buried it where we first started. If that's even the well, first place, you know, where they started. I don't know. <laughs> That'd be a great guess. That'd be a great guess. I don't know. Um, not my guess. It's not my guess. So then we we see a shot of uh, of uh, Walt. As much as Jesse has meant to me, he is now a threat to me. I've got to protect myself. Todd, I think I might have another job for your uncle. Do you think the job is Jesse? 
Because initially when I first watched it, I thought, eh, that could be the Jesse, or it could be, it, I don't know, well, I guess it has to be Jesse. I thought it may be him calling them to be like, listen, I need to disappear, can you get me a fake ID, da 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 But if he's calling Todd's uncles, they're pretty much the killers for him, right? Right, and because Saul already has a guy that helps you disappear, so I don't see why he would go to... Todd and those guys. I think it's definitely like, look, (laughs) you got to take Jesse out. But he said, I think he said, I may have another job for you. So maybe we're going to come back and they're going to talk on the phone a little more and it's going to (laughs) change. Who knows? Yeah. I hope it's not just another like, oh my God. And then nothing happens. Like a no consequences. That's what bugged me. It was like, oh my God, he's dumping gasoline. But it's like, oh, Hank shows up. And then even though Jesse hates him, he decides he goes with him. You know, I mean, I guess he gets quote-unquote arrested, but I think he just kind of goes with them. Um, I need to see some consequences happen, and that was my biggest thing to you that I told you. I was like, I need to see some consequences, and and you said, don't worry, they're coming. Right. They're coming. Well, and I, I mean, I actually really like that episode, and you're going to have to bear with both of us here, me a little more, it sounds like. I'm, I'm a little foggy from our big weekend at the Mumford and Sons uh, Festival. <laughs> I mean, I'm foggy. So am I, yeah. So I'm struggling a little bit here, but... Uh, I, I really liked the episode. I, I mean, I just like how the whole thing flowed, and I, I thought that was awesome that Hank came in and got him out of there. I thought that was awesome. Right. I was kind of hoping for a bigger confrontation with Walter. I wanted to see what was going to happen when they clashed. I just, ah. Uh, from what I felt like this was more of a, it was a setup episode, and, you, you know, you will look back on the season and see, we we really need episodes like these to get us from point A to point B to make the plots really makes sense um but it just felt like okay so jesse spills the beans on everything and now he's going after walt well he was going after walt at the beginning of the last episode too so true it's like we haven't got really gotten anywhere from where we were at the beginning other than now jesse's working with hank which he could have been two episodes ago you know i just it was like he's we thought, oh, no, he's going to work with Hank, and then he doesn't. Well, now he's going nuts. Well, now he's not going nuts. Now he's working with Hank again. Well, is he? And it's like, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, gonna... how many episodes do we have left? Four? Was, it, Four. was that the We're at the halfway one? point, yeah. Okay, well, halfway, you know, that means climax, right? I mean, now we're <laughs> getting to the climax. I mean, we have to get somewhere because in four, I, I never thought in a million years we would still be where we're at four episodes in. I thought it would be much further towards future Walt than where we are now. I mean, I have no idea what kind of a climax. I don't think it's going to be as big as we thought it was going to be. I mean, we were predicting like massive wars with Europeans, <laughs> one man against Europeans, and that they're yeah. out of the picture already, you know? Well, and especially, yeah, and especially, well, they tied up that end. They tied up that end because uh, when uh, Todd and his uncles came in and took out the Declans. So, okay, right. the Europeans are happy now. End of story. Possibly. End of story. Right. Now, here's what I'm getting at. So, Walt calls uh, Todd and, and says he needs another favor with the uncles. Uh-huh. So, there's some sort of confrontation. People could get killed, but I think there's a good shot that Jesse is just going to kill Todd. Like, no so? problem. No problem. I mean, it's been built up for so long. These two, I don't think Todd hates him. You know, Todd's just a very 
happy person. Right. Jesse <laughs> hates Todd. And if there's some sort of confrontation, I mean, it's it's on. Jesse's right. going to kill Todd for sure. I'm going to put that in the – I'm going to put my stamp on that actually. Yeah? Jesse will kill Todd. That's the only thing I'm positive about. Well, then, then what would happen to Jesse? I don't know. He, like, survives and runs away. And he talks eh. with his uncles now, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Because, yeah, I mean, and who knows? Walt could come in and be mad. But, see, Walt calls in the hit. Yeah. If, well, supposedly. Right, right. We'll see, I guess. But I, uh, I We're I meant just, to think that. There's got to be some sort of confrontation between Jesse and Todd. Now, whether it ends with Jesse dying or Todd dying, I don't know, but... That's a big that loose end. That's a big loose end. You got to remember Drew Sharp, the killing. I mean, that's what sent Jesse over the edge, you know, for like the third time, but the final time. Yeah. That sent him over the edge. He was out after that. Right. And he punched him out and everything. He didn't want him in the crew anymore. Right. Yeah. But Jesse I, left. Jesse left after that. Right. With Mike. Yeah. You're, you're right. So, yeah, I think that's going to happen now that you mention it. Yeah, I think there will definitely be a Jesse Todd confrontation. But more than that, what they've set up here is what we thought was going to be a Walt-Hank confrontation has turned into a Walt-Jesse confrontation. And the only problem with that is we know who wins that. Like, we know Walt wins that and comes out oh, alive. Yeah. Well, yeah. So the question is, does Jesse, does Jesse make it out alive or not out of this little battle they're having now but at the same time we spent so much time this episode with with walt saying no jesse's not to be killed and everybody around him is telling him i mean was this episode about everybody convincing him including jesse at the end because i think jesse broke bad there at the end too it's like i'm fucking coming after you you know i'm gonna hit you where you really live i just came up with a theory as we were just sitting here talking not necessarily a theory but uh Walt calls in the hit on Jesse, okay? And there's a big confrontation between Jesse, Todd, and and his uncle and the crew. Maybe it won't even be the whole crew. Maybe it'll just be a couple of them. Todd and his uncle. You know, maybe it's Todd and his uncle. They don't need a whole crew to kill Jesse. Right. They're at some location. They're about to take Jesse out, and who fucking comes out of nowhere? Walt and kills Todd and the uncle to show Jesse how much he cares for him. Maybe this is the only way Jesse will see that he cares for him. Now that would flip it on its ear. <laughs> that would totally be a surprise. I don't know why he would kill the only hitman he called on him, though. He doesn't like, need any hitman anymore. I mean, just for Jesse, but he loves Jesse. Right. Which is why I don't think maybe that last sentence isn't what we think it was. When he says... Hey Todd, I've got it. I may have another job for you. Is that Todd? Is that job Jesse? Or is oh, it I something else? It's like, probably something else. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's the complete reverse us. opposite of what we <laughs> yeah. think it is. Right. Exactly. Yep. Yep. That's <laughs> you it. know. Well, the next next episode is called. Now you're gonna have to hang with me here. To. To Hojili. T-O-H-A-J-I-I-L-E-E. Tohojali. Oh, yeah, this Tohojali. I have a bad feeling about this. I don't know where he is. Time is of the essence. Do you understand? Remember. No fear. Obviously, they're not going to give a name an episode like that without 
obviously it being a completely hidden secret as to what it means. Uh, the only, the first top thing on Google was a Indian reservation, um, known as, and it's in, where is it? It's, it's in, uh, New Hampshire, New Mexico, USA, west of the city of Albuquerque. Okay, I was I was hoping you were going to say it's in New Hampshire, which I mean I'm sure there are Indian reservations up there one time, and that's where Walt goes. Remember, he gets his new ID, but that's obviously mm-hmm. not it. So never mind. It is an Indian reservation west of the city of Albuquerque. So obviously something goes down at this Indian reservation, or something happens along with this. You know, so that's the only hint we really have. Other than that, the only hint that I really got was if you watch the, you know, the next week on Breaking Bad, usually each week they show different characters and different random quotes, so we don't really know what's going to happen. This time, every quote was from Walt. Like, they didn't say anything from anybody else. It was only quotes from Walt, which is something different this week. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know what it could be. Um, Doesn't sound like a lot of uh, information was was given about the next episode. I didn't right. see those, but it doesn't sound like it mattered. No, not a lot, but it was different that it was all Walt, which means maybe there's not a lot of other characters. I think it's going to be pretty eventful after this. I mean, there's only four left. They got to start, things got to start going real bad, really quick. Um, Any other thoughts on this one, Blake? Uh, this was kind of a setup. It was kind of as it, as it played out. Um, I don't I, know. I, I think we basically got we we talked about what i got out of it i i mean i don't i don't have many further theories than what i've just said and those aren't even end of the the series theories those are just like hey here's a couple things that could happen i can see this happening i mean i i I don't know now i'm curious about this indian reservation and what that is and that's i mean all all it says it says it appears many times throughout the television series breaking bad and the 13th episode of the fifth season is named after the reservation. So that's all it says. I mean, it's just a brief, here's how big it is, and here's how many people kind of live there, and it's part of the the Navajo Nation, but nothing nothing of, you know, real detail. So Well, take from it, that what you will, with that just that little bit. I mean, I don't know if that's much to go on. Right. So, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe, is that the reservation? I wonder if that's the reservation where the money's buried. I'd say you're hinting better now. That's now that, that the, sounds okay. Now that Jesse said, I'm going to hit him where he really lives. And then if, if this area out in the middle of the desert is an Indian reservation, then that's where Jesse's headed. Well, and uh, I may have one more job for you. I mean, is he going to have them go dig up the money and put it somewhere else? I uh, don't know. I wouldn't. Don't think so. Anyway, okay, okay. I think we're I think we're around the right area. We're 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 around what, what could be. So look out for that. Um, yeah. Okay. Episode. I would just like to see some more consequences and not and less leave me hangings. I would say. You know. I mean, last week yeah, really yeah. left me aching to see what was going to happen next, and it turned to be like. If you would have taken this episode and played it all the way through the way it did normally, and it's like, Jesse kicks in the door, da-da-da-da, and then all of a sudden Hank stops him, it would have been quite a letdown. But the way they set it up in this one where you spent half an episode wondering where he was at, then it was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. When really the plot 
wasn't that interesting for me. It was like, okay, well, he stopped him. <laughs> now he's working for the police again, like we thought he was two episodes ago. Okay, so anyway, I would just like to see more consequences of people's actions because things have to start changing, like to get to future Walt. Things need to start playing towards that plot point. It's really coming. quick. It's coming. Okay. Obviously, it's it's got to come. But yeah, we'll see if next week can you know bring the pain a little bit. I think yep. we're going to see some stuff happen next week, especially if that was a hit that, that Walt just called in. Yeah, definitely. All right, well, stay tuned for next week when we cover episode 13, Tohajali. <laughs> we'll, see <you. laughs> we'll see you then. We'll see you. We'll see you.